and welcome to the MBS Show, episode 47. I'm your host, Norman Sanzo. Joining me today is Daniel Anthony. Hello, Norman. Back again. How are you, Dan? I've been okay. Haven't had a very good week, but had good events. Let's just say it's complicated. Okay, understandable, understandable. And also joining us today is previously known as the News Pony, Charlie. Hello, I'm Charlie. <laughs> Yes, you are. So, um, mind explaining the name change? I don't do much news before this. I guess it was redundant. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> it didn't fit you then. Mm-mm. You can say that. All right, Charlie. So I'm going to call you. You started to come from making news to reading news. Yeah, you can say that. That's pretty much true. Okay, um, I'm going to call you Nash. Five point to whoever got that joke. So anyway, um, this week we don't have a guest, so it's just us, the main hosts. So anyway, um, let's move on to the next topic, and the next topic is housekeeping. Uh, in today's housekeeping, we have a date for the first MBS show meetup. Make some free time on February twenty-sixth, as you will get to meet the MBS show hosts live in person. Tune in next week to find out where we'll be meeting up. So guys, our first meetup. What do you think? It's about time. One year, right? Yep, yep. Did I say twenty-six? Oh my, that date is wrong. Let me just change it in the dock to make myself look like a fool. It's February twenty-third. Yes, it's February twenty-third. Well, actually, the anniversary is supposed to be on the. No, that's wrong. Oh my, I'm dripping, and you get to hear this live. Anyway, um, the meetup is on February twenty third. That's on a Saturday. Um, as for locations, we're not sure yet, but we have a lot of suggestions from the community saying that they want it here and there. I even got one from IKEA. I don't know why, but it has something to do with the lasagna. But anyway, let's move on to the next topic, and the next topic is news time. In today's news time, more Funko Pony vinyl coming soon. Way back in episode thirty-five, we mentioned that Funko will be making more vinyl ponies. The ponies that they are making are Fluttershy and Doctor Who's. Recently, someone on Facebook asked Funko, "Any idea when the Fluttershy and Doctor Who's My Little Pony figure will be in stores?" And Funko's response was, "Should be available in Hot Topic stores mid-February." And talking about Hot Topic, they recently post up a picture of Fluttershy and Doctor Who's. The vinyl figure, of course, on their Instagram. By the looks of these figures, they apparently to be made out of a different material from the previous one. Links can be found in the show notes. So, Charlie, what do you think? I think these things are rather nice. Um, we previously had a top uh, derpy hooves and uh, rainbow dash vinyl figures, and now they're expanding their line to include more ponies. Yeah, true. Um, if I remember right, episode thirty-five was done in October, and wow, um, the response were really positive, and looks like they're coming out soon. Um, the only issue I have with this new set of figure is how they look. Hmm, they do look a bit more plastic compared to the original two. Yeah, I mean, here's a fun fact about those Fluttershy and Doctor Who's figures is. One out of twenty-four people will get a translucent figure of Fluttershy and Doctor Who's. So, if you're seeing those translucent figures, um, personally, some people like it, some people don't. For me, I'm in the camp that I don't like it. 
So if I were to buy this, I have a 1 in 24 chance of getting the translucent figures. And logically, it should be rare and you should be blessed by getting them. But I look at it as I'm cursed if I get those things. I don't think so. Even if you do manage to get it, I'm sure you can just like, you know, sell it to somebody who wants it since yeah. it's rare and stuff. Yeah, but the thing is, it's kind of double work for me to issue out, hey, people, anybody want to buy this? And then I have to buy more because I want um, the normal one. <laughs> oh, you. But what about you? What about you? Um, personally, I, I, I'm okay either way. If it's translucent or if it's normal, uh, I would actually like to have a Fluttershy and Doctor Who's sitting around. The... good and well I think the most appealing thing about the figures is that they are really show accurate I think most people are looking for that actually most uh, fans of the show want show accurate goods and they are delivering it awesome true true that true that so anyway um, let's move on to the next topic so Charlie you want to take this one yeah sure Alright, make your own pony plush. If you watch My Little Pony and the Hub, then you probably get some ads, and one of those ads is Build a Bear Workshop. Recently, a user on Facebook suggests to build a bear workshop to start selling My Little Pony bears with some clothing and dresses. In response, Build a Bear Workshop said, We will have My Little Pony bears this spring. We will release more details at a later date. Links can be found in the show notes. Wow, that's quite an interesting development. <laughs> Indeed. Let's just say that if Build-A-Bear Workshop sells pony plush that you can make your own, um, they're going to make hand over fist worth of cash. I agree. Um, at this point in the fandom, we, have so, we, we are seeing many varieties of um, pony merchandise coming up. And this will just, I, I believe this is just going to add uh, another one of the variable items which you might get. People still want these things. <laughs> True indeed. Let's just say that they have more options now to get plush because uh, previously the official plush from, um, I don't remember what is that company that is making them. Do you remember that? Um... Not really, actually. But yeah. I do know that they don't look good. <laughs> yeah. So let's just say that company that did the plush is not show accurate. And for other people, you can buy them from sellers on eBay or whatnot. Yeah, and they cost money. But Billabell Workshop, I think they do good work because um, they also have other brand license like Angry Birds. And I've seen their Angry Birds Star Wars plush and they look good. Yeah. That's that's good to know. Um, from my from what I know of the uh, build build a bear workshop, it's it's been old and stuff. Actually, it's it's not a new thing. Previously, they have got lots of other uh, merchandise before. I'm pretty sure that they were that they were popular and stuff. So, uh, getting them to expand into the pony line, well, it's a plus point for the fandom. True that. True that. Well, um, at least people now have a chance to buy their own plush at an affordable price. And for us, we need to buy from them. Uh, why can't we have a Build a Bear workshop here in Malaysia? Oh, who knows? Maybe there's some local company that does these things. We just got to find them. 
Indeed. Anyway, and that's the news for this week. And let's move on to the next topic. And in the next topic is MLP Facts of the Week. All of these informative facts can be found at twitter.com slash MLPFacts. So, fact number one is, did you know that Fluttershy's tail is strong enough to carry a rabbit? Links will be provided in the picture as evidence. And for those people who are seeing those pictures right now as we speak, oh my, um, Fluttershy tail is made out of some kind of material that can carry Angel Bunny on it. I think it's ridiculous. <laughs> but you have to remember, um, Applejack's tail can... Well, no, sorry, not Applejack. What Applejack can do with her tail? Um, lasso. Yeah, she can she, lasso. She, she can lasso apples, and Rarity can hold a box. Funny thing about the pony appendages, the wings, the tails, the, even their mouths. It's like a substitute for hands. True indeed. <laughs> well, anyway, moving on to the next one. Did you know that My Little Pony Friendship is Magic premiered on October 10, 2010? In the binary code, 101010 equals 42. And 42 is also the answer to life, the universe, and everything. Um, there's a link to explain why this is, but I'll just drop what I know. Um, when Douglas Adam wrote The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, he added a central joke which has become uh, more famous over the years than the novel itself. Um, the answer to the ultimate question of life, the universe and everything is 42. Um, so basically in that link, it explains 42 reasons why 42 is the answer to life and everything. Quite interesting read. Go look at it. I've got something to add too. Did you know that 42 is also the number that Twilight used when she was racing in Running of the Leaves? Yeah, I do remember that. And also her point on her cutie mark were also 42 points, right? Yes, that is, that is true. The more you know. Wow. So Twilight is the answer to life? <laughs> I like that reference. Awesome. <laughs> So anyway, moving to the last one. Did you know that Maddie Peters, the voice for Scootaloo, considers Ashley Ball, the voice for Rainbow Dash, her idol? I think it's Madeline Peters. Madeline? Madeline? Uh, Madeline? What do I know? I'm Asian. <laughs> Alright. But, um, wow. Um, art imitating life. Indeed. Very well said, Norman. Yes, indeed. Well, I think this is funny and interesting at the same time. I think it's kind of cute. Indeed. So, those were MLP Facts of the Week. All of these informative facts can be found on twitter.com slash MLPFacts. And moving on to the next topic is MLP FIM Season 3 Reviews. On this episode, we review Season 3, Episode 10. Keep calm and flutter on. Listen to us give our opinions and our thoughts on this episode. So anyway, before we start with the episode review, I have to say one thing. Um, a while back, Megan McCartney said that the original title for episode 10 was changed because it was too spoilery. Now that the episode is out, she has revealed the original title. And it's called... Okay, um, before I spoil it for you guys who haven't watched it yet, go watch it, then come back. Done? Okay, anyway, the title is <laughs> called... Fluttershy's Home for Reformed Draconicus. Spoilery, ain't it? 
Why? Why what? Draconic why? The plural. Why? Chris? But there's only one draconicus in probably in existence. How do you know that? <laughs> probably. That's why I use the word probably. Okay. Because <laughs> if, if their sole purpose is to create chaos, and if this was the only one of them to come out and do so and get caught, he's pretty stupid. <laughs> you know what? I think Discord has already succeeded in derailing this topic. <laughs> So anyway, let's move on. Um, so anyway, starting with the review, we can look at the whole situation where the ponies are getting excited with the appearance of the princess. The princess is coming down to Ponyville to bring in an important guest. And, well, uh, the princess is running late with the guest and guessing who might this guest be. So, um, guys, who do you think this guest would be in the beginning? I was expecting, well, probably Shining Armor. Because, you know, Twilight was there. Okay. Pacing up and down. So, you know, probably the him and Mr. and Mrs. Armor. That's not the right way to say it, but yeah. Yeah, whatever. Or could be those uh, horses from Saudi... Uh, ah, so Saddle Arabia. Yeah, Saddle Arabia. I don't think they would have much business in Ponyville. Yeah, who knows? It's like official something-something business, so it could then be... Then why are the main six the only ones there? Elements of I mean, harmony. That's my, that's my theory because I was wondering. She said, "Big guess is coming," so I expected something like you know. Remember the Paris Pride, uh, the Swarm of the Century, where Princess Celestia was coming and the whole town was getting ready for her. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it could be because of something. I'm not sure because the guess was none of the above. It's Discord, and Discord reveals was pretty interesting with how Spike described Discord. I don't know about that. Um, I think looking at the whole scene uh, of like them, uh, the four ponies interacting uh, as they were waiting for Princess Celestia, it, sh- it gives them really good character development at this point because you can like see how Rarity likes to look in the look like the mirror of herself, admiring herself in pinkies, shiny, uh, yeah, and then Rainbow Dash is being Rainbow Dash herself, very impatient and very go getting. Twilight Sparkle, well, she's still with thing. her OCD. Yes. And you know, she, she has that skeptical character that's really developed. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. It's, it's like, true. even a small scene like this actually tells you quite a lot about um, how they are. Yeah. To be honest, when, they, when Twilight said, no, that's Discord, I thought that was just going to be a passing reference. I didn't know, you know, he's going to make a return. That's when I was, oh, man. Okay, they just gonna bring the statue back, and I know they decided to release him. Oh, so you managed to avoid all the spoilers? Yes, I did. Yeah, <laughs> awesome for you, awesome for you. So anyway, um, after the intro title, uh, we get to see Twilight flipping out in front of Celestia. This is a rare moment where Twilight screams at Celestia. I don't think she's afraid to do that, knowing that you know. Discord. How she tends to lose herself. I like I like the interaction between Twilight and Celestia. It's like she's her, her mentor and stuff, and she respects her as a teacher. But at the same time, she's very fearful, though, because of the same very same reason. And in the next scene, we see that well, Fluttershy and Applejack are not there. Well, because Applejack has a problem with her farm, and the beavers are building a dam and flooding the apple orchard. Yeah. Who knew that beavers like to build dams in apple orchards? Who knew that beavers had such language? 
Indeed. Will viewers be able to, you know, construct dams that can collapse in the pool of one stick? Uh, I, I think there's a gag from somewhere, but I don't remember where. I think it's from, from... I saw it saw the Cartoon Network before. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on. After the dam, we get to see the main six freeing Discord. And this is a... The, the animation was so awesome. It has rainbows in it. Rainbows yes. and sparkles and all the elements glowing at their full capacity. And the big crown thingy. True that, true that. But interestingly enough, Discord can hear everything. I can't imagine how is it like the horror. Well, it's not really surprising because if you remember the beginning of season 2, when the TMC were actually arguing, he probably heard all of that and that's what got him back. Could be, you know, could be. Since his return was, the time was now, you know, just fighting with the kids around and I don't know. I wasn't really surprised to know that he could hear. Could I be. think anybody being trapped in stone and being able to hear everything but yet not move, it has to be mental torture. But it does say a lot for those fanfiction writers or um, Tumblr posts, ask me stuff kind of deal because I've seen a few things that make me kind of cringe. Uh, statue Discord. What, what are you going to do, right? So anyway, moving on to the next scene... We get to see Fluttershy trying to reform Discord, and her way is being nice to Discord. And, um, wow, this is interesting, inviting your enemy to your house, and um, being nice to them. Keep your friends close, but keep your enemies closer. Yeah. You know, if this wasn't a kid's show, I'd probably think that Fluttershy was going to be poisoning him sometime soon. <laughs> oh, you. Yeah. Uh, funny memorable scene, the lamp that Discord broke turned into a very interesting modern art piece. Yeah, Discord being Discord. Anyway, um, Twilight Sparkle doesn't trust Discord and tries to find a reforming spell. And after that, we get to see Discord eating paper. Yes, delicious paper. At first, I didn't get it. Why? It's like, okay, Discord just being random. That's normal Discord. But after the scene in the library with the books, oh my, he's a genius. Yes, and it's really funny. Yeah, and with you the... know, there's about a trillion other ways you can get rid of a book, and he eats it. You know, <laughs> that's something that just cracks me up. It's Discord. Yeah, I know. I mean, he would, I, I would have thought of something else that Discord would have done. You know, make a boat out of it or something like that. As ironic as it sounds, it's something that he would like to do, but he eats it instead. You know, it's like how goat, how the goat ate paper <laughs> in Iron Will episode, was it? Yeah, but he is part goat, I think, right? He's part of everything. <laughs> Indeed, indeed. So moving on, Fluttershy's house or cottage got spin around, right round, baby, right round, like a record baby, right round, right round. Oh, good boy. <laughs> uh, but honestly, during that scene when I saw it first, it made me want to throw up. Uh, yeah, it did have that nauseating feeling. It's like, oh god, no. Make it stop! Discord now broke the fourth wall and made the viewers sick. <laughs> Oh, you Discord, you you and your craziness. Actually, uh, just before that, I wanted to add, the way that he treated Angel was like, I think Angel met his match. Indeed. <laughs> Love the interaction between Angel and Discord. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. like, Angel is one aggressive uh, bunny, and Discord is, um, well, he That's likes to troll. Things, but it's high charisma, yeah. 
Yeah, he he likes to troll, and Angel Bunny is the perfect person to troll. Yeah. So, I can relate to Angel so much right now. Yeah, so um, moving on to the dinner. Well, Fluttershy invited everyone for a dinner party just to improve how Discord has changed. And I have to say that the way Discord changed was kind of interesting. About the dinner, why was Rarity the only one dressed for it? It's Rarity. You don't ask questions about why was she the dressed. Best it wasn't her best dress. That's Rarity for you. <laughs> Think yeah. about it. Invited to a party, everybody else goes naked. <laughs> <laughs> but aren't they always naked? Is the thing. Oh yeah, they don't normally wear clothes. Yeah. But anyway, um, during the dinner, we get to see the gravy bowl do its thing and the candles dancing. And the... What's that fish thing? I, I don't remember. It's actually a soup pot. It's just a fish. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, fun fact. Did you know that the gravy bowl was voiced by... Um, yes, Tabitha? Tabitha Saint Germain. What? Rarity. Yeah. Yes. I, I thought they just took like a generic dog or probably Michelle Grieber's dog and <laughs> made him do it. No. No. It's in the credits. Yeah. And what? Okay, fine. Yeah, and one thing I have to say, um, starting on from season two, they they started inserting names to the sub characters because knowing bronies, we want to know every little detail of the show. Yes. And the gravy bowl was just a troll thing, I guess, because like, hey, you want to know more? Here, take this. Gravy bowl fanfic coming up. Oh, um, oh no, no. So, well, they asked for it by putting it in the credits, and you know how we bronies tend to overanalyze. Quite true, quite true. So anyway, um... But you know, it had, that, it had the vibe of, you know, be our guest. Yeah, I was going to touch on that, really, but... Oh, um, okay, sorry. Uh, like, the whole scene at the dinner, is it's really Disney-esque, if I would say so yeah, myself. Yeah, it's reminiscent of the Beauty and the Beast uh, scene. Except the candles will whack you up. Lumiere <laughs> <laughs> and Cosmos. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, um, Angel Bunny jumps in, plays charades with the pony. Basically, what he's saying is that, um, Sweet Apple Acres is flooded. I like that scene as well. Yeah. And they hinted at Applejack. Everybody guessed Applejack, and Angel was like, oh, oh face palm. <laughs> yeah. They had to rush a few things. Like, if they play charades with Angel Bunny, it's not going to end well. But anyway, um. After the whole scene with Angel, they went to Sweet Apple Acres, and oh my, it's flooded till the top of the tree. Yeah, Big Macintosh is picking apples out of the water. Yeah, true. <laughs> to save stocks. And um, everybody knows this Discord's doing, so they all try to threaten him. And Fluttershy saying that she's not a gullible fool as others think she is, and tries to play on his friendly side? I don't know, I mean, um, could well, somebody... When the rest don't hesitate to agree with her, you know, they've already seen her bad, assertive side, especially after what Iron Will did to her, so as long as another non-pony creature's interacting with Fluttershy, don't screw with her. Yeah, indeed. So anyway, um, the whole scene started off with Discord riding on the soup bowl and stuff after going on to the ground and, well, kind of playing Fluttershy for a fool by saying that don't use your element against me. And Fluttershy said yes. 
And, well, he turned the water to ice because he likes ice skating better than ski, jet skiing. I'm surprised Pinky didn't snap, you know, and just join in because she likes ice skating as well, doesn't she? Yeah, but in this case, no, because... Knowing Pinky. They do not have enough time to insert all the, all the scenes that they want, I believe. Yeah, but this is kind of a emergency case and I don't think Pinky is the kind of character would be joining this kind of situation because it's not strange, it's more of mean. So anyway, um after Discord breaking his kind of promise to Fluttershy, uh, Fluttershy is given the choice between use her elements against Discord or join Discord in skating. And Fluttershy chose skating. She chose poorly. Yeah. So anyway, um, after revealing his evil plan... Yes, after Discord revealing his evil plan of skating with Fluttershy and making sure Fluttershy doesn't use her elements against him, um, Fluttershy basically rage quit because, no, you don't do that to me. I'm not your friend. So, um, after, well, Discord saying that, haha, you think that um, by you not being my friend, uh, I'm going to stop. And the best line of the show, well played, Fluttershy. Well, basically, I get what he's trying to say, but I'll leave that for my thoughts on the show. Anyway, moving on, we get to see Discord turn everything back to normal, and we get to see a reformed Discord. And... Not really. Not really. Soon to be, then, you know, he said most of the time. Yes. So, um, Discord meeting Celestia saying that he wants to use his power for good most of the time. And near the end, I like this one quote that Fluttershy said. He's a sweetheart once you get to know him. And notice how everybody stares at, well, to the side. Yeah, basically that awkward moment. Your call, bronies. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, we're looking at you. Yeah. All those Fluttershy Discord fanfics. And that's the show. Um, Discord being reformed and everybody's happy and Discord will not troll ponies that much anymore. So Dan, what do you think of the show? I give it a 4.5. 4.5? I mean, what do you think? It was an excellent episode. A great shout out to the bronies if you ask me. And in some episode that, you know, I would I watch from Piggly the end and I say I've taken back something from this episode as well. And uh, as I said before, the episodes that I find the best to be are the episodes that make me feel uncomfortable and that I bring something back from. Because you know the saying, when you feel uncomfortable, it means you're learning something. And truly, I, do learn, I did learn quite a bit from this episode. Okay, awesome. What about you, Charlie? I think it was really good, actually. Um, Fluttershy is being Fluttershy and they brought back this card. A lot of people love Discord, the fandom, and it's generally a very, um, <laughs> it's a very funny character. True indeed. As for me, I have to say that I quite enjoyed the episode and the lesson that they're trying to tell to the audience. And personally, if you look at the story or the lesson that they're trying to tell us, it's basically a story of friendship. Um, how do I put this? It's basically how the Gilda episode should have ended. Oh, yeah. 
Basically, you got a friend. Um, nobody really likes him because he does mean stuff. But you see potential in him. You see the goodness in him. But others don't. So basically, you try to well, not really brainwash him, but try. Give him a chance. Yeah, give him a chance. Give him the benefit of the doubt. Just say that I know you can do better. So let's try and well, make sure you meld with the group because. The way you are now, it's kind of making other people angry at you. So let's try and see what we can do about it. And if you think about it, guys, um, have you ever had that one opportunity that you might lose a friend? And how crappy would that feel? Yes, I have been in that so many times. Yeah, so, and being Discord and having Fluttershy as her first friend ever, um, losing that friendship is kind of sad I feel for this episode I mean a lot of people don't really like this episode because of how they didn't fully utilize the episode or how they gimp discord by the ending saying that oh they turned a great villain into a wuss something like that alright yeah. well I think it was missing a nice flutter hug well if I just hug discord you know you, 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 you know that um, fanfic writers are going to have a field day with this episode because of all the shipping opportunities yeah, that I they know. have. I'm saying that there should have just been a flutter hug because for a, one of the main things to actually hug a villain would be really, really something. You know, then there's this saying called um, less is more. I don't believe in that. <laughs> oh, you should because in that final scene near the end where Fluttershy hold this cause's paw it says a lot if you want to go really deep into it uh... <laughs> yes fanfic writers fanfic writers go use that go go so anyway after well after giving you ideas for stuff to write about let's give it a score so Dan you said 4.5 well just Lots of rainbows, so yes, it's a good episode. Awesome, awesome. And what about you, Charlie? Nine out of ten. Nine out of ten, so there's a four out of five. Sure. So, 4.5 out of five, so it's the same score. <laughs> so, um, why? Why that high of a score? <laughs> it's. Uh, might be biased because, well, best pony and stuff. True, true. Uh, it's. It, <laughs> very funny. No, uh, seriously, this card, they brought back a character which nobody really expected to come back. And it, and, and I think it was very well done. He delivered his, I mean, you can see his character. It's, it's, it's perfect. His character is perfect. He is this card. True, true. I, I have to say that John Delancey played his role well and mm-hmm. all the lines were delivered to a key. I have to say that it made me giggle with joy to see he delivering the lines that were in the show. Yeah, that's good entertainment. And as for me, I'm going to break one of my rules of rating an episode. No decimals. No, not really. Um, okay. 5 out of 5. Alright, perfect. Oh, full score. Yeah. Uh, so like I guess I, this is your new favourite? I won't say my new favourite, but I kind of like the whole storyline and how they treated the character and the lesson that it's trying to tell us because 
let's just say that the message is powerful to warrant a good score. Right, right. Definitely. Because, like, watching this on multiple viewings, you'll get that sense of this show is really deep than what it turned out to be. Yeah, I'm definitely going to rewatch this. It's well worth it. Yep, yep, yep. And if there's a DVD version with commentaries, I will buy it. Oh. Ah, John Delancey here. Wait a minute. There, there is, right? There's a DVD version out there. Um, with commentary. Yeah, there is a DVD version with commentary, but only one track. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, we've given our score a 4 out of 5, a 4, sorry, 4.5 out of 5, a 4 out of 5, and a 5 out of 5. So we have 4.75. Oh, never mind. Yeah, let's not go into those fancy mathematics issue stuff because we are not mathematicians. Anyway, um, let's move on to well, um, no guess meaning we jump through shoutouts. So, wow, um, I have to say that this week's episode has been derpy, but I have to give a shout out to you guys for being on this late because it's not our usual recording time. Oh, yep. So. Thanks to you, Dan, and thanks to you, Charlie. Oh, thank you, Norman. Thank you for having us. So, Dan, I heard you got a shout-out to give. Yeah, um, before I do that, just a shout-out to you two for tolerating me tonight because I've been really, really grumpy all day. So, yeah, it's been a really calming episode, to be honest. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, the second one I want to shout-out to, actually, this goes out to you, Purple Tinker, as well as uh, Jurist Vision, or the Day of Pink Committee. Thank you so much. I just received the thank you card today. It is beautiful, and uh, whoever wrote it, I love your handwriting as well. It really meant a lot. It really made my day, so thank you very much for the card. Awesome, awesome. So, Charlie, any shout-outs to give out to? Yeah, I would like to shout-out to the creators of the show, uh, Jason Thiessen, Emil Larson. Uh, Megan McCartney like after two weeks of not watching any pony and then suddenly you watch the credits you're like ah right these people are awesome for bringing us our week sort of weekly dose for pony so a shout out to the creators of the show okay awesome but don't you have another shout out to give out to to that one person who draw you rarity eating apricot (laughs) 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 alright okay sure you got me there a shout out to Gummy, the MLP alligator on DeviantArt for drawing rarity eating an avocado. It's very cute. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. I, I, I'll, I'll try and link it up in the show notes so we, that people can see it because it's oh. funny. God, okay. All right. Actually, just a quick poll for this matter. We all know that we watch the show because it's cute and adorable. But I have to ask this. Which of the main six is the least adorable to you guys? Pinkie Pie. I put Jack. I was Oh, how how could you say such an atrocity? It's an atrocity. <laughs> she's beautiful. She's pretty, but she's not cute in that sense. Oh, I she has a moment. She has a moment. Fashion. Go on, punish. So anyway. Well said. Well said. So anyway, let's move on. Um, if you have any questions, concerns, or suggestions for the show, or you just want to talk to us, you can contact us at the MBS show at gmail.com. You can also reach us on Twitter. The show's Twitter account is at the MBS show, and I'm at Norman Sanzo. I'm at S-T-P-I-N-K-I-E, which is in Pinky. And what about you, Charlie? I 
don't really use Twitter. Oh, don't you lie to me, my friend. Don't you lie to me. I know you have one. <laughs> I do have a Twitter, but I don't use it. Well, use this platform to make you use it because I know your Twitter. I know your Twitter. Either you tell it or I tell it. Oh, dear. Why, Norman? Why? Because I'm the boss and I want to boss you around. And <laughs> if you really want to, you can contact me at Drexy at Twitter. Dot, at, at, at Drexy. At Drexy. <laughs> so that's at D-R-C-X-Y. Norman, Drexy. I love being in position of power. <laughs> I get to abuse it. Well, now that Charlie has a Twitter page, go spam it. Go, go add friend him. Seriously, he's an awesome dude. He needs the love. Oh, you. Yes, me. <laughs> uh, so anyway, also please subscribe and write us on iTunes and also like our Facebook page. Links will be provided in show notes. So we've come to the end of the episode. And, well, I have to say that it's been a derpy ride. <laughs> Indeed, Derpy Goose would be very proud of you. Indeed. So anyway... You know, Derpy, I really miss her. Where is she? Let's just say that she's time-traveling with the doctor. Anyway, um, I've been Norman Sanzo. I've been Daniel Anthony. I'm Charlie. <laughs> yes, you are. And we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Cue music. <laughs> 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 Perhaps we haven't met. Discord. <laughs> Hello, spirit of chaos and disharmony. <laughs> chaos is a wonderful, wonderful thing. <laughs> You'll never get away with this, Discord. Oh, so boring, Celestia. It's really going to be boring. I'm Discord.
Celestia Dreams. <laughs> so anyway, um, let's move on before we. Vocals right now, it's kind of not getting through us. That's not a word. Let's just move on. I know what you're saying, but yeah. it's like uh, <laughs> I don't know over analysis. Yeah, indeed. So anyway, um, let's try. I mean, and... I'm saying that uh, you know how the show has matured, and you won't find this in other shows where they go and brainwash people. And it's just a subtle lesson, even to the bronies, that you should not be susceptible to a stranger trying to brainwash the shit out of your brain. Which is a lesson that I can say I could have taken away from this episode. Okay, let's move on. But that's just me in my wild world. Three, two, one.